the year from hell. It is time to vanquish this godforsaken year that is 2016 by looking back at probably the one, one of the few things that was actually good of 2016. Chipotle. Yeah, sure. This is Movies Are Real, and this is our end of the year special. We are going, to, well, first, I'm George. I'm Ryan. I'm Carrie. We are a monthly podcast. Uh, we talk about the movies of the month before, and then we're looking forward to uh, the next month. But for this episode, we're going to rank the top 10 best movies of 2016. This is a science. This is a factual. This was the easiest list to make. This is we a, are all still friends. <laughs> this is a list based on science, so if you disagree with it, turns out you're wrong. The or, formula that I came up uh-huh. with, so direct or maybe, hate mail to me. Uh-huh. Or maybe we just didn't see all movies because we live in Nebraska yeah, and know. nothing ever gets shown here. I feel like we're lucky. We get good opportunities to see some, though. Yeah, we get a few. Uh-huh. But it's also like, you know, science in 2016. Who cares yeah, about facts? So it doesn't yeah, matter <laughs> regardless. Woo, this is a topical podcast. Yeah, but let's get into this. Uh, so, yes, like, like we said, this is a, sort of a scientific thing. We started off by deliberating. Choosing what even deserved to be on the list, then we did a we sort of did a tally, and then we we, we all we all parted ways, choose what we liked best, sure. and then we came together, used, was, did some math. This was the easiest way to get a true composite list mm-hmm. from the three of us because we each had our own personal lists, did some value assigning, threw around some numbers, mm-hmm. and now we have. And this don't worry, list. almost everything matched values with uh-huh. another thing, so there <laughs> yeah. was always arguing no matter right. what we did. This podcast has one minority, so it's a diverse, <laughs> diverse <laughs> list. So, but before that's we get... That's me, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm a woman? Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> see, that's the problem. See? Man. That's, we got it. All right. So, but, let, let's start off with what we couldn't see this right. year, but we really wish we because had. Because we either... It wasn't showing, or if it was available to us, it wasn't at a movie theater. So we Or pref- it just fell under our radar completely. Yeah, we're just too reason. damn lazy to see it. So, we got The Nice Guys, which was the new Shane Black movie with uh, Ryan Gosling and... Uh, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Yep. I don't know much about it, but people tell me it was great. I know it's nominated on some, it's on some top ten lists. La La Land, which, fuck, that I want to see this I movie. I see it so bad. This is what's, <laughs> like, destroying every top ten list out there. Yeah, like, yeah. this is, like, this is going to be the movie of the year, it seems. Yeah. Which really sucks. <laughs> and guess what? It's not played... It's only played where we live on Christmas. Yeah, it is. Yep. Oh, yeah, me and Ryan are going on Christmas 1 a.m. UN. Oh, are you? <laughs> oh, wow. Unfortunately, I can't. We are dedicated. All right. Your plans, George, this is a movie. <sighs> so, yeah, that's a, by the director of Whiplash, which is a that movie that was great. That was last year for sure, right? I think so. Yeah. Manchester by the Sea. This is the Casey Affleck joint with uh, Son? No, no. It's the son of his brother, and he's adopting him? Or he can adopt him, but he yeah, has he's to. he's taking care of, like, another kid. Boy, that sounds like the most Oscar bait thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my fucking life. Yeah, I know, but apparently it's great, so right. I'm interested. The Eyes of My Mother, which Ryan brought to attention, but then I heard stuff from the horror people like, yeah, you need to watch this fucking movie. Yeah, it... Mm. Independent Spanish? Is it Spanish? I believe so. It looks like Latin American. Por- I think it's Portuguese. Let me double-check that. Okay, but yes, black and white horror film. Very torture porny yeah it isn't showing here until january or and i think that's the only time it's showing for that one day so we might have to get tickets for that that. and edge of 17 which i wasn't i didn't i didn't want to see that i didn't want to see it but i think it's gonna be on some lists it is a portuguese movie okay eyes of my mother yep 
I think I don't know if it's because it's a coming of age tale and coming of age is like I don't know. People like coming of age movies. I don't know. I don't know. The trailer just felt so much like every coming it of age did, movie. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, it didn't look like anything spectacular to me. But I don't know. Well, People like it. Know? What do we know? <laughs> exactly. Sure. That's the idiots yep. who don't haven't seen Moonlight yet. <laughs> yeah, this, that too. We didn't see this... Moonlight. I didn't even put it on oh, this list. Oh fuck! <laughs> and I had the opportunity to see Moonlight, and I was like, nah. <laughs> Nah, how good could we it be? We also didn't oh. see American Honey. So I, 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 I don't even want to see that movie. Really? I, I thought it looked really good. You like Shia LaBeouf? Nope. Nebraska's filmed in Nebraska. I don't care. The movie's filmed in Nebraska. Because Shia LaBeouf was staying in the... Shia LaBeouf only films in Nebraska. He was actually... Because he was... I don't know. There was an article I read of like a family who let Shia LaBeouf crash at their pad while he was filming. I was like, okay, shit. Did they let him or... No, yes. They have to let him. He knocked on the door. I was like, yeah, sure, I guess. It was me. Remember Transformers? Yes, get out. Okay, so yeah, that's the stuff we couldn't see. Sorry, we. I mean, some of the I know La La Land, Eyes of My Mother. We will try to get it in next year. Uh, I think those if if we still do this podcast next year, I think those will be in the running for 2017. Probably because uh, yeah, our cutoff was pretty much after Star Wars. But all right, so we won't be talking about Assassin's Creed. No, we won't be talking about Assassin's oh, Creed or What about Sing? Collateral Beauty? Oh, actually, oh. we might still because we got a podcast to do. So, Oh, that's true. So we might, we won't make We can hear stuff. George's hot takes on Collateral Beauty. Are we st- you, you make it sound like we're watching it. We're not. I don't think so. George, come R- on. Let's get, it, let's get to this. All right. Honorable mentions. This is the stuff that was on the list but got cut from the top ten. There's a lot of arguing. Wait, what? <laughs> So the, they one movie on this list that I did like. The Conjuring Two hated it. <laughs> so if you again, we're, we talked about this on the podcast the month it came out. Uh, there's even a breakout. I really liked this movie. Carrie, you like it? I this. really liked it as well. I, I think it does. Did not like this movie. You didn't, and no. I think it does some awesome things direction wise, like with horror and stuff. It's also I, it's, a, it's a fun. It's not all sad and bad. It's a fun movie. He I plays think. that guitar for a bit, lifts everyone's spirits, <laughs> he and does. then it all Patrick goes to hell. Patrick is so dreamy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just dreamy guy. <laughs> um, and for the next one, uh, you guys are going to have to back this one because I did not like this movie at all. It actually made uh, my girlfriend, Donna Jo, uh, physically angry. Really? Uh, like, she fucking hated it. I want to hear that story. <laughs> There's another movie on here on this list, actually, that also had a physical reaction from her. Oh, I know what this one is. Uh, but yeah, Lobster, so you, you, got, you guys liked it way more than I did. Uh, you guys want to talk about, like, why was this even on the in the list to begin with? I mean, Carrie is the one who recommended it to me, so how about yeah, she goes first? Yeah, I mean, because I saw the trailer for this movie, and it was one of those things where it's like, I'm, I'm going to like that. So maybe, maybe I did it to myself. I don't know. But, uh... So, basic concept is it's in this alternate reality where you it is illegal to be single mm-hmm. or alone. And so, when you found yourself alone, divorced, mm-hmm. however, widowed, you end up in this program. You have 45 days to fall in love. Mm-hmm. And I just like that it's a structured satire of the way that we perceive yeah, love. Exactly, how yeah. it's just... They show it as a deadpan machine that just churns yep. you through, and you have to fall in love with this person. There's all these rules. There's this heavy focus on minute character details. It's like the one lady's like, my best feature is that I have a great smile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like you have to find someone who has that trait. Yep. Your personality doesn't matter, and it's just yep. I don't know this mo- like the, just the concept alone really. Yeah, I get. Really the, I, I I like it. Like, I think the stru- the structure is smart and it's sharp. But I, man, nothing like actual. Nothing hit me. Um, yeah, like 
I loved all that same stuff, but I just really did not like the main character, played by Colin Farrell, who was played by Johnny Depp, as we all know, because that's how he is at all movies. Uh, yeah, Colin Farrell's character, like, I, I felt like I should have liked him more, like, in that way that you connect with characters in similar movies, like, because he just wants to fall in love and all that stuff, but it's, like, weird in that sense, and I don't know. I didn't like him. Okay. And for that, that kind of ruined the movie for me. Yeah, I just was just because he goes back and forth between like being like a horrible person and between you the movie trying to make you love him and want the best for him. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just I it's a good movie. I just didn't like it. I think it's a it's a pretty movie too. Uh, and uh, the third honorable mention is the invitation, which I really dug. But I guess we haven't talked about this one. Uh, yeah, I guess we haven't talked about this one. No. So invitation is a movie about the least this couple's invited to this uh, dinner party. That's hosted. One of the hosts is his ex-wife. One of the male characters' ex-wife, and they had a child that they lost. And they're both not really over it, but stuff happens, and so they're invited to this party. And the husband is like, he's like aloof, and he thinks there's something weird going on, and he keeps thinking something weird going on. And then stuff happens during the night that may or may not say that something weird's going on. I really like it. I think it's a tense movie. It's I think it's some strong characters. Um, I think it's also pretty. I like how it looks. I like the sort of, I don't know, just like the, like a cheap, it's very like light, like a cheap light bulb. Like you can't, this is an audio podcast, Mm -hmm. you can't, (laughs) but there's a light bulb over there and it's like this sort of like yellowish light. Like the old light bulb. Yeah. Before, like, like there's a good, in my bathroom we have three LED light bulbs and one of the old like rattly Mm -hmm. ones. Mm -hmm. It's like that one has that yellow, like soft cast yeah like it has this soft warm this is supposed to, like it's a party like it's supposed to be fun and like yeah but it's supposed to be inviting mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but it didn't make it because well it just didn't make it because of yeah I, like for me like it's a very good movie i just wish like we knew more about the other characters more because like, i think that's it, fair because it's very slow and it spends a lot of time with this main guy and him like trying to unravel what he presumed presumes to be something wrong going on in this house and then also like goes into like his past but i feel like for, for at least later stuff in the movie i would have been more i would have cared more if i knew these people more because it spends a lot of time with them but we don't get to know that much mm-hmm. at, at least when i feel but then like when it gets to the ending it is so good the ending's very 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 strong it's awesome mm-hmm. and like you don't it leaves you like thinking like is something we're going on is or is this guy crazy like you keep jumping back and forth between whether you yeah. believe this guy or not it plays with paranoia a lot yeah. in a really good way okay very good movie but not good enough for the top 10 nope not good yeah, let's get into it here we go uh right so let's let's go gosh all right uh number 10 this is the top 10 films of 2016 number 10 zootopia I like this movie. <laughs> I think I liked it. I didn't think it was great, but I think it's a good animated movie. Carrie? I like it a lot, but I had a period where I was like, I don't know if I liked it, but then when I was thinking about these movies, again, I look back on it and I watch footage from it and I was like, that was that was strong. I it's have not seen Moana and Moana was on this list, but it didn't even make it onto the honorable mentions. <laughs> but no. I would say Zootopia is the best animated movie of the year. Oh yeah, like for me that's like no doubt. Like, like it's a very original story. There's lots of like fun characters yep. besides the sloths. The sloths are the worst <laughs> yeah. part of that movie. Yeah. 
and it's just so good. Yeah. Like, it's just crazy good and colorful. Yeah. The, that original story thing is, like, it is a original And the animation original. works really well. Like, my one problem with Disney animation is they don't do people super great. I, yeah. At least my personal opinion. I agree with you. But on Zootopia, because they're all animals, it all looks very, like, fun and animated and just beautiful. Carrie, do you have anything to say else about Zootopia? Um, I feel like it's got a lot of a lot of things going for it, and there's not... When you go to poke at it, there's not a whole lot of weak spots in the movie. It's mm-hmm. very, very good. It's very good, and it's smart. It's well-written. It's witty. It's one of, the, like, the highest-rated animated movies of all time right now. It's it's pretty it's good. good. I guess That's If I was to say the last six years and of animated movies... this was in, like, movie. development hell for years. Was it? Like, in, like, very last minute, like, they made the change. Like, in the movie, Judy is, like, the main character... Originally, it was the fox guy. I forget what his name is. That would not have it worked. It was Nick. Yeah, it would it not was have Nick. Worked. Yeah, that wouldn't have been good. And they changed it like six months before the movie came out. So that's like, for an animated movie, that's insane. Because you have to rework a lot of stuff. And it came out super great. Yeah, it's good. Even though that was the change. And that's so cool to me. All right. That's number 10. Number 10, Zootopia. Number 9, Jungle Book. No one's talking about this movie anymore, I feel. It was early in the year? It was, it was in May. It was in May when God. this came out. Hmm. Yeah. And it's a good movie. Jungle Book, live action. It's the second live action, or well, by Disney, second live action remake of Jungle Book. I all think, CGI. All CGI. I think, like, what? John Favreau. John Favreau. Uh, I think, but for me, like, the thing that sticks with me is, like, it is... The performances are fucking killer. Yeah. Oh, They're yeah. so good in this movie. Idris Elba's... Uh, yeah, he, I feel like he gets typecasted as a bad guy a lot, uh, but he's great. Um, you got Christopher Walken singing. It's good. You got Absolutely. Bill Murray. He's a bear. It's pretty good. He sings too. It's awesome. Uh, it's the I don't remember his name, but the the, the child actor. Mm-hmm. Very good for a child actor. Yeah. Especially for a kid. Like when you imagine he's doing all this stuff by himself in a... In a blue room. Weird blue hand puppets. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's great. Mm-hmm. And it's it, so great. And it, I feel like it also like uh, carries a sort of sort of levity, but it's also I don't know. It's grounded. It feels kind of grounded because it's live action, mm-hmm. but it still has that sort of fun feeling that the original was because the original one is a cartoon movie. So. I like this a lot more than the original. One. I like yeah. me too. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Like, the original one, like it's great and like it has more of like like this movie cuts out a little bit of character. Of the side characters yeah. a little yeah. bit. This movie didn't have the marching elephants with the stick at the it did, front. It did that not. That was my favorite not. part of the animated one. There are elephants. I'm pissed. Get this movie off the list. <laughs> Put Condren to back on the list. No. But, like, I feel like as the ending, this has a much better ending. Mm-hmm. Any yeah. of the original Jungle Book was like, oh, he wanted to yeah, be we with talked, a girl. Yeah, we talked about that that much. Oh, uh, yeah. He, he saw the girl and was like, ah, all right, bye. I'm going to abandon all my friends and family and uh, this girl. Yeah. Yeah, and they completely cut that out. But for but for this movie, it's like there's still time for a sequel. There's still time for a sequel. Shit. I think there is a sequel. There is. So I feel like that's the easiest thing to add in if they want to do that. If there's reasoning behind it, I would be on board. But there was no reasoning in the original Jungle Book. He just saw a girl and thought with a different. Uh, she part. had to get water, Ryan. Mm-hmm, that's she did. what she was doing. Oh, how attractive of her! <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, number nine, Jungle Book. Number eight. Arrival. I did not think this would l- even make it to the list because I was I really liked it. Uh, yeah, me but... and Carrie were the only ones who were like, "Was it that great?" And I thought it was really good. It's a great movie. I just like. I don't think it's as good as some people are saying it is. <laughs> yeah, people are fucking. Woo. People are loving this. Yeah, I like it. It's weird. I like that a lot. I like the color palette. I like Amy Adams in it. 
story all comes together real well. Yeah, yeah. For the most part, <laughs> it's confusing at first, and then like once like you realize what's really going on, it's like okay, I guess I get it. But now. even then, I was like, eh, you know. But whatever, I like it. It's interesting sci-fi. It's probably one of the better sci-fi movies of the past six years. I like how it turns what you would expect from an alien invasion movie like on its head. It doesn't. T- it takes <clears throat> the compassionate approach, mm-hmm. and that's that's interesting. Yeah. I, like, it looks like it's going to be, oh, the aliens came here to terraform our planet or some shit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, I like it a lot. It's a good movie. Number eight. I didn't think it would make it. You've cause... probably seen it already. Like, I feel like everyone's seen this movie. Yeah, and we talked about it. Another movie that we talked about before, and it is number seven, Southbound. Talk about movies I did not think would make it to this top ten. <laughs> uh, Southbound, uh, the anthology horror film with a lot of style. Uh, I would say From the that's... the makers of the VHS... Franchise. Yeah, some folks mm-hmm. who are who were involved with that series. I think that style got it really far in this list. <laughs> uh, I liked the uh, I liked the uh, a lot of the I like the for like one or two stories in it. Yeah. And then as far as <clears throat> we're all gonna do our own personal top threes as well, and then kind of talk about them. And for me, Southbound is number two on my personal top mm-hmm. three. So. I'm part of the part of the prevailing reason that this list. You kind of skewed the data a bit. No. Maybe. <laughs> See, Carrie, why, why did you like this movie so much? I, you, I just, you... the style is definitely part of it. I love the anthology horror movies. I like mm-hmm. how much is up to interpretation, and because I've watched it a bunch of times, and you can go back because, like, if anyone doesn't remember, it's the everyone is traveling on this desolate highway, mm-hmm. and they are interconnected very lightly with the prevailing concepts of hell and this uh, radio host, DJ guy. Dig into it deeper. There's more things that you can unveil and there's more pieces that you can put together. It doesn't hand you everything and be like, here you go, here's your conclusion for you. It's just such a fun, exhilarating, brutal ride. Uh I enjoy it very, very much. Brutal is the word <laughs> that is the word i would use for like it. my one complaint with this movie is like you kind of said like it, they don't all stitch together super well it's supposed to like be like this one like linear drive like just following people and eventually like new stories started like that's how it, like started in the beginning and it started really well but then like towards like the end it was like okay that was a bit of a stretch on how you connected <laughs> these two stories together like in the beginning the one with the girl how it goes into the, like the uh hospital one mm-hmm. That that translated so perfectly, mm-hmm. like, and that was great. And then those two were probably my favorite stories. Yeah, too. me too. And I like all the stories. Also, the soundtrack's too. great. Oh, the soundtrack great. is very oh, yeah. good. Speaking of movie with a lot of style and a good soundtrack, number and six. another movie that I can't believe is this high on the list. <laughs> number six is the Neon Demon by Nicholas Winding Rothen. How the fuck did this movie get so high on the list? So let's talk because. These are other movies we've talked about before. We haven't talked about Neon Demon because we saw it for the wrap-up. So, I'm of the opinion that this movie is extremely bad. But I also think it is extremely good. I think it feels like Nicholas Winding Rothman, It it's very self-masturbatory. It, it feels like this sort of, like, mixture of neon and fucking music and this, like, girl who, like, like these girls who are, like, kind of satanic and shit whatever it's like his fetish like yeah. this is like this is what gets me off it's it's a very convoluted nightmare scape that you can't get away from the entire movie it's just follows Elle Fanning's character Jessie as she 
breaks onto the modeling scene and just gets swallowed up by Hollywood and the. I'd say, but I personally think like I think like it's a movie more like of a woman who knows she's like prettier than anyone else in a way that isn't what you would quote unquote say as fake or tired or I don't know cliche. I, yeah, yeah. I guess because uh, and I, and that's what I also hated because it feels like. Like, Nicholas Winding Rothman saying, like, oh, fucking beauty, you guys are fucking twisted beauty, you know what fucking beauty is, this is beauty, just natural, like, minimalistic, just, like, a, a pretty girl. I was like, sure, dude, but, like, you're literally saying the other, like, they're fucking demons. They're demons who are obsessed with beauty so much that they'd kill. But it's very, very pretty and, like, nightmarish in the best fucking way. And I kind of like how self-masturbatory it is. <laughs> and, like, that's what a lot of people say, too. That, like, the visuals of this movie are the strongest part. And that kind of lends itself to the story that they're telling. Mm-hmm. How beauty isn't... Uh, oh, what's the quote that that guy said? He's like, beauty isn't the most important thing. It's the only thing. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it's like, that's the entire thing in the movie. That they're just focusing on beauty. And then substance doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You just have to be the prettiest one to stay alive mm-hmm. ryan. ryan so this, this is number th- this is the one that ryan skewed yeah. I, I skewed this one a lot this was number three on my list and like i was go like i was going in thinking like i probably will not like this movie but then i watched it and like i had that i'm i'm the one person in america who likes blair witch and that's because of the way i perceive that movie and i feel like I perceive this movie different than like most people do like for me it's like this weird like dream that like it's like a teenage girl's dream. Like any teenage, like that teenage girl dream, typical teenage girl dream is like to go to Hollywood, be a model, be famous. And the movie starts out with that. This girl comes out of nowhere. She enters this system and is like immediately the hit thing everywhere, even though she's not even trying. She doesn't mm-hmm. have an agent. She's just living this fantasy. And then eventually the dream like slowly devolves into a fucking nightmare that's terrifying. Mm-hmm. And she just like gets eaten alive by this system. And at the very end, it's like she's been shit out by it, almost literally. It's so, like... Yeah, you read it way different than I did. It's, it got stuck in my head in, like, a weird way that, like, it actually gave me nightmares. And movies don't do that to me, typically. Yeah, going back again, this made my girlfriend actually sick. Oh, wow. Oh. Was it the last scene? Yeah, it was the last scene. I did not watch the last scene. <laughs> That's fine. I, I watched it... It was cheesy, I thought. I, like, I watched fucking... it, it. Like, that's, like, that last scene, that's what made me, like, think, like, this is a dream. Because that couldn't happen. Eh, but it's, nah, I don't know. That I think couldn't it... happen. Like, that's just, like, the ending of, like, this fantasy. But I think this is their this, reality. This... It is both the, it's kind of both, you know? Uh, I don't know. I still think it's Nicholas Weinerhofen being a fucking <laughs> I don't know, dick. I, I mean, I don't know anything about this director, so, like. I don't either. I like Drive. I fucking love Drive. I have that's not seen Drive. My favorite movie from him that I've seen so far is Bronson. That, movie. that was one of his early ones, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got, what's his face? Bane. Uh, it's got Tom Hardy. Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy, there you go. Mm-hmm. It's got Bane in it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's on, the, I think it, it made on this list because, yeah, I'm I, conflicted on it. Ryan likes it a I, lot. I could not, like, it's so pretty and crazy and weird. I didn't like some stuff at the end. That was weirdly sexual. Like you thought the whole thing was oh. sexual. I only thought like stuff towards the end was. No, I thought the whole the whole thing is horny as fuck. It's so I mean, horny. I, I guess Holy I could, shit! Man. I guess I could see why you would think that. I never 
thought that much into it because I I viewed it as like this fantasy. Like everything about in, it, in, like is a fantasy the, world. Like, see, yeah, we read it completely different. I really do think like that's the thing that I hated about it. Like, man, not just talking about this movie, but I really like the I hate the ending because I feel like it was out of nowhere. Because I felt like Elle Fanning's character was in complete fucking control. She knew everything that she was doing. But these fucking evil old guard that, like, what beauty is, take her down. And that, That's, like, what would happen in this world. Like, I you guess. Go, you go and you think you're the top shit, and then you turn into top shit. Hmm. <clears throat> I don't know. Because if, if, you, if you poke the bear enough... And that's what she but does the, the ca- whole movie. I know, but like she just pokes at these but, people who are in, who are clearly insane. He punishes this character for no fucking reason. I feel. I mean, like I don't know. Like you can go back to the scene where like she totally ditches like her her quote boyfriend character for mm-hmm. like no reason. Like he because he understands that these people are not good people, and he's like, we should leave because these people are awful. And she's like, how about you get out of here? And she's I'm the top thing, man. And again, like I that th- shows how she's like getting way too into herself. And I think she is completely justified in doing that. Who fucking cares about this nice fucking guy? Who fucking <laughs> I get, cares? I get that. Yeah. I get that. But like, I felt like that's what it was trying to show. Like, she is. And that's why I hate she it. She is completely and I like it though. Gone over over her head and has in this world. Mm. But I feel all, like there's a, a dream, there's though. a point in the movie, a very specific point where she goes from the the Ryan version where she's all innocent and uh swept away to the george version where she's like okay this is it and it's telegraphed by color changes and it's just a really maybe i don't know yeah that scene where she's going down the runway and you're just like what's going and then it's blue and then it's like red and she like starts making out with the red wall and it's like oh i think she's evil now i can't (laughs) even like describe all the aesthetic stuff because it is so like beautiful and complex and like but i also it makes it makes me feel like i'm like watching like a weird, like, abstract art piece. Yeah, I like it, but I, I still think it is fucking trashy as fuck. I get why <laughs> you think that, and I get why people hate this movie, because people hate this movie. Yeah, well, yeah, like, this is gonna be on some people's worst movies of 2016. For sure. Because I think it's so... Whatever, but I like it a lot. <laughs> I don't know. Because it's the thing we talk... I talked about once, like, I hate... Passengers. I want to see Passengers because it has Jennifer Lawrence. I think Jennifer Lawrence is extremely attractive. And I also hate that I want to see that because I'm right. so fucking stupid. Because I really do think fucking The Neon Demon is fucking porn. It's fucking porn. And I and guess what? I was like, eh, I don't want to... Uh, but I kind of like it too. You know, it's still porn. So it's, it's, it's good. It's fine. I don't and know. it's number six on number the list. Number six! <laughs> of Chop Movies of 2016. Number uh, five is... Number five. Star Wars, Rogue One, a Star Wars story. We just saw this movie. We just saw this movie. Uh, I a, saw it twice already. You did, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Rogue Star One. Wars. It's Star Wars. It is the prequel to Episode 4. But the um, sequel to Episode 3. Sure. <laughs> sure. If you want to say that? Yeah, sure. So, like, in like in the Episode 4, A New Hope, original Star Wars, the opening crawl talked about a team of people going in to steal the Star Steal the plans for the Death Star. This is the crawl. This is the opening crawl for original Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and it's on this list, I think, not only because it is a Star Wars movie, obviously. And a good Star Wars movie. Is I think like it's, it's a... Half that right. Bad. It's a good Star Wars movie that feels grounded, and it's about characters that aren't... Don't feel like heroes. Like, And I'm not saying like an anti-hero for me personally. Like, I feel like these characters don't fucking matter at all. Like... 
Like, you watch Star Wars. Star Wars is about heroes and bad guys, right? Like, there's Rey. She's obviously the hero who's going to save everything. Fucking, none of these guys matter. No one's going to write yeah. a story about them. No one cares. And they're going to fucking all disappear. No one's going to remember them. And that's what I like a lot. Like, it feels way more realistic in that sense, I think. Yeah, it feels like a genuine, like, war film. Yeah, I mean, still the Empire is still, like, yeah, fucking Nazis. That, with, They're still Nazis. With, with that <laughs> fantasy stuff, but it feels more like a war film mm-hmm. in, the, in the sense that you can die, like, randomly in the most horrible way, and no one will bat an eye. No one cares. Because you're just a soldier. You're part of this system that needs to stop the Empire from building a giant ball in the sky. Mm-hmm. And it feels, I don't know, it, it feels more believable than this sort of, like, ragteam group of, fuck of like, people, like, help take down like did this important step for the other guys the cool guys on the fucking to take the fucking take the like take it to the fucking touchdown like just i like it a lot i like it a lot carrie um i honestly controversial here but i don't really give a shit about star wars Mm -hmm. i've never i've never i i only saw them like two years ago or whatever but uh right when when before episode seven came out right mm mm-hmm uh, our friend found out I had never seen them and got very upset. Oh. <laughs> if this is the friend, which I know the is. friend, that seems it crazy. Is. He did the same thing with Lord of the Rings, but... Uh, oh, I refuse to watch those movies. <laughs> anyway, uh, as someone who does not really care about Star Wars, this was a very fun movie. I like the I like the characters a whole lot. I think that's, without a doubt, its strongest point like mm-hmm. all the even though i'm not sh- even but... though i don't know their names like like yeah like it doesn't... Well, it's partly because they're all star wars names sure but <laughs> i can't wrap my Oops. Head. Oops. <laughs> but, but uh but they're people like i i don't need the name i don't need yeah. it like i get it like yeah they're people in one robot and there's not much character development either but again like this is enough and like like but they don't even need to they just like show you a small tidbit and that tidbit is good enough that you're like Yep, I agree. I like this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, well, like it's because really it's because of how this movie is, it's a war film. There's no point where people can develop because they're just yeah. in this mm-hmm. war. There's no time for formalities. There's no time. Like if this existed in a world where you know everything was going to be happy in the end, mm-hmm. then they probably would have like left this mission being like, okay, I learned so much from these people I met and this experience I had. I'm going to be a better person and I'm going to do all this mm-hmm. good for the world. But no, it's a war film, and they're still, like, in the Star Wars lore. Like, this this is a horrible time for everyone. Sure. And no one's going to... The only reason Luke, like, survives all this is because he has magical Jesus powers. Yeah, exactly. And and normal people don't have that. Mm-hmm. So they just die. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also think I like it so much because, um, for me, Star Wars is episode four. I like five and six. I think they're good movies but i don't think they're great i don't love them i love four i think four is a phenomenal movie so this being like a direct tie-in to four i think is why i like it so much and this isn't this wasn't my top three uh this is number three rogue one i like it a lot all right so let's go Rogue one number five number four is well let's ryan let's 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 recap where we are (laughs) in the space of number 10 zootopia number nine Jungle Book. Number eight. Arrival. Number seven. Southbound. Number six. Neon Demon. <laughs> Number five. Rogue One. All right, now we're getting to the heat of things. Yeah. Number four. Uh, Green Room. Green Room. So. We're also the only people I feel like 
Uh, I liked it a lot. Some more people. Have I feel like this movie got a lot. This of movie got a lot of traction. Okay, people like it a lot. I noticed a lot of, especially like especially after uh, Anton Yelchin died. Yeah, especially yeah, after he died. Unfortunately, yeah. We talked about it earlier a movie about this uh, band, this like band who's tr- road tripping. They're down in their luck. They get trying to get some gigs. They get a gig at the last minute for some neo Nazis. Um, one of them accidentally sees a murder, and now they are sort of witnesses and the neo-nazis are not letting them get out and then they're going to kill them and they need to survive the night i think it does it very well uh, i think the characters eh, they're all they're fine uh, i like alia Sockhat only in that movie but it's really tense Dense. that's really like it's tense patrick brutal. stewart is great in it oh it's yeah very brutal like, i like i know patrick stewart i don't think of him like from like a movie i just think of his personality because <laughs> mm-hmm. he has a very like kind person. Yeah, you always see him smiling real big in pictures. Yeah. And giving Ian McKellen bunny ears and stuff. In this movie, he's not smiling real big. He is, <laughs> no. he is, a, he is a bad boy. Yeah, he, he, says, the, he says the N-word. A, he says a, a naughty Nazi. Uh, so, like, he he's a good actor, mm-hmm. man. Uh-huh. And it's kind of surprising cause, uh, that this got so high as well, because, Carrie, you weren't so crazy about it. No, we had 12 movies to narrow down, and it was number 11 on yeah. mine. Me and George had it very high. I tried numbers. to skew the data, but it didn't work. Ah, uh, damn. <laughs> yeah, this was I, four on my list, I think. Uh, this is number two on my top three, personal. Ooh. I really, really like it. I think it's one of the best of the year. Obviously, it's on this 10, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Yes. That's Green Room. Green Room is good. I like it. It's got Nazis. It's got a dog. You should watch it. The dog doesn't get shot. I don't remember if the dog gets shot. I, I think a couple dogs might get shot. Oh. I mean, they're bad dogs, though. Oh, right. You're right, right, right. They're bad. There's, there's they're, a few dogs. There's, 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 they're very mean dogs. And you're like, I, I want them to go away, they're, but... Uh... They're, they're, they're potsies. They're potsies. That's kind <laughs> of <work. laughs> Dog paws. Yeah. All right, I'm sorry. Number number three. <laughs> number three. <laughs> Swiss Army Man. Suicide Squad. Oh, nope. No. <laughs> uh, Swiss oh Army I knew Man. we were forgetting an honorable mention. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. Number three, Swiss Army Man. Swiss Army Man. About this uh, character who got shipwrecked. Is that what happened? Yeah. Uh, Paul Dano kind of runs away from home, right. basically. And he finds himself trapped on this desert island and then is on the verge of killing himself is, uh, in the process of killing in the process himself, of killing himself and, uh, daniel radcliffe washes up on the shore and he is then, a corpse then he is dead. paul dano starts rethinking things and goes on wild gallivanting adventures with the, the corpse movie. of this man it's the movie where a dead man can teach another man how, how to live, live. <laughs> <laughs> It's a weird movie. Let me ah, say it's that. weird, but it's also I don't know, like hmm, hmm, hmm. So it's... I was I didn't see it originally when uh, we talked about it because you guys saw it. I saw it mm-hmm. after. I it's a it's obviously a sweet movie, and I think it's a very sweet movie. Um, and I think that's partly why I put it so high on the list. And I think it's not sappy. It feels genuine, and it's uh about a character who is super human and believable like that is very like mm-hmm. the creeper thing like it's it's not that far like there's nothing i don't know like i said like it's there's something like normal about it like well yeah like we he's a depressed kid who's lonely who isn't confident in himself and and he happens to like see this person and like sort of obsess over but not not like to like a creepy fixated sense. is like fixated yeah. on this person 
more like what she like represents mm-hmm. and like what he wants in his life. And it does get a little weird, but it's like it's not like fantasy. It's like it's weird, and then it gets to fantasy. Like he's <laughs> a n- corpse that right. farts. Sure, right. That farts and his boners lead him home. Uh huh. It's a weird, silly movie. Carrie, you fucking love this movie. Yeah, this is my number one. Uh huh. I love this movie so much, and after I saw it the first time, I I knew I really liked it, but lately I've been looking more into it, and I love the way the the place where this idea for this movie came from. On some of the press junket tours, uh, Daniels will be talking, the two guys that made it uh, will be talking about how they wanted to make a movie uh, that involved all the things that they hate. So bodily humor, uh, musicals, acapella music. And so they wanted to take those concepts and make a movie centered around them because they knew that if they did that, it would have to be the best possible version of any of those things. And so then that kind of prevails through the movie talks about oh it's always the worst songs that get stuck in your head with Cotton Eye Joe and it's just this movie that is trying to to champion all like the worst or shameful parts of life and show you that it's okay to fart around people and that uses something as simple as a fart joke as a catalyst to break down your societal shame and how you should be able to be yourself and then oh god and then the soundtrack of this movie soundtrack's very good oh my fucking god it's really good i love it so much and then the way that the characters because it's not a full-fledged musical but the characters interact with the soundtrack in a really cool and interesting way mm-hmm. and the the it's... messages that mm-hmm. the movie brings forward are very cool I mm-hmm. just love it. Yeah, it, it, so much. Yeah, it it's a movie, so it, it does follow that like sort of rising action, climax, falling action, then resolution. But like, it feels this one feels very genuine because of these two characters that they created. Uh, like their character, like they have a character arc, and that character arc and that relationship feels very genuine and really sweet and really good. And yeah. That's why I like it. Ryan, do you have anything to say? Uh, pretty much just what you guys said. Like, I, I liked it. I didn't love it to the extent that Carrie did. I, I probably need to rewatch it again. I haven't done that yet. Like, it's just very, very good for a movie about a party. <laughs> sure, yeah. With the Definitely. Like, you, you, you give someone that pitch and they're like, I don't know about this, uh-huh. man. It's weird. But it's number three on our top ten <laughs> list. Uh-huh. It is number three. All right. Top two, here we go. This is the second best movie of 2016, according to us. According to science. According to, right, science. <laughs> uh, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Man. I did not think it would go up this high. What uh, was on your personal list? I can't remember. Oh, I guess I have it here. Uh, I guess I put it on three. Never mind. I don't know. I just. <laughs> I can't believe. I just, for some reason, because it's been so long, this was early. In, this is the earliest this one. This was March. Yeah, this is the earliest one on this mm-hmm. list. Um... Yeah, I did not. I didn't remember. I guess I didn't remember that very much. But the more I thought about it, I was like, it's very tense. All it's three characters, all three fantastic. John Goodman, phenomenal in it. Um, Winstead, uh-huh. great. Uh, There's mystery in it. Character. The ending is good. Um, it is like it is a fucking great thriller. Um, yeah, and like that's I don't know, man. Like it's a fucking solid ass thriller yeah. with great characters. It, yeah, like, it's so simple, and then it gets kind of complicated towards. And it gets a little. It goes places at the end of the movie, but it, it's just well, like yeah. 
it it starts with like so tense and like you're so afraid of the outside world but you're also afraid of like what's going on inside this bunker Mm -hmm. because in this movie it's about you know a supposed like alien invasion or something happened outside and this woman ends up in a bunker with john goodman and uh what's the other guy's name i can't remember i don't know yeah i don't remember either with with another guy uh and they're all just trapped in there Uh for years that he's told she's told that they're gonna be there for years and she's like mm, i don't know about this this seems kind of shady mm-hmm. and then like you it's just so tense and right yeah like it like it's weird because it is yeah, such no. a simple it's so simple what they have to work with is very simple in, compared to the last the last movie with the cloverfield name which is a very big bombastic oh, yeah like erratic thing all over the place this thing is a very focused very like there's not much on the bone it's very lean uh-huh. this is what we have to work with we're gonna make this super tight super tense make the audience keep asking is this actually what's going on i guess it is what's going on wait a minute and then at the end throw them a fucking curveball and be like oh shit okay what the hell um and it all works very well i think uh carrie you got anything um I love John Goodman so He's much. He's very good in this film. He's, <laughs> a... He's a bad man. He is a bad man. He's a John Badman. That's, mm. that's what he is. Mm-hmm. The, the joke. Mm. All right, Are you Carrie. sure? Carrie, go on. <laughs> but, yeah, same, feel the same. Just super, super strong performances mm. from all of these people who are confined, and there's no no room to be to be anything but awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like, i feel like we i feel like we had some trouble describing it when we saw it as well because it is such a sim it really is a simple movie like there are character arcs but not really like all these characters kind of change stay the same mm-hmm. throughout it there's no real yeah, they show up like developed like who they are like you immediately find out like who exactly uh michelle that's her character if mm-hmm. i remember right you immediately find out who she is what she's about and yet, the same thing happens with the other two characters. They're very much like they lay it all on the table, except for John Goodman a bit. But that's, right. That's part of the that's part of the mystery. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like a wild ride to the end. Mm-hmm. A very tense, like very scary ride. Like mm-hmm. in a not scary in like your typical horror way. Just scary because like you feel like you're also trapped in this room with these people, mm-hmm. and you also want out because being in like a room like that. Even on a film, you feel trapped in there. Like, I want to get out because this feels unnatural, being in the same location this whole film. But that plays and works with, works with the yeah. movie so well. It's, and it's the, so good. And the tension, like, the tension, the movie never says, this shit is high stakes, this is tight. Like, it feels normal. But we feel like, I want, like, this, nothing about this feels right. John Goodman, I don't trust you. And the audience, like, there's I something... I love Roseanne, but I just don't know about this right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, it never thinks... It never thinks this, oh, man, it's so tight and shit. Like, there's no, like, quick cuts or, like, fast. Like, it's all... No, it's very slow. Mm-hmm. And it takes its time. It's good. It's a good movie. That's what? It's number two. Number, number two. Two. <laughs> best movie 2016. And the best movie... Oh, let's go back. Let's go through the list again. Number 10. Zootopia. Number 9. Jungle Book. Number 8. Arrival. 
Number seven. Southbound. Number six. Neon Demon. Number five. Rogue One. Number four. (laughs) Green Room. Number three. Swiss Army Man. Number two. Ten Cloverfield Lane. Number one. Nine Lives. You heard it here first, (laughs) folks. Number one. Norm of the North. Another great joke. We're the kings of thrillers. We're love delaying the inevitable. Number one is... The Witch. Oh, snap. The Witch. All right, so I can't remember what we said about this movie when it first when we first saw it. It's um, terrifying. So yeah, like I feel like it's a terrifying. This movie. W- <laughs> I think like, that's all I can say. I think this for me personally was the most hyped movie of the year. Oh yeah, for me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was worried that it was going to be a very slow and plotting and kind of uninteresting thing, but it is slow, um, and it's kind of plotting, but. It is very, very fucking cool. I like that's why I like it. I don't think it's terrifying. I think it's so fucking it's, cool. It's terrifying in that very old school sense, in the way that like um, The Exorcist is terrifying because modern movies don't really take that like whole like god and devil aspect. Mm-hmm. It's more about like oh, Bagul, he's this ancient god, he's scary. <laughs> but this like plays with that religious stuff that you don't see often. Anymore. Literally good and evil. Good and evil. Literally good and evil. And like it plays with that in this whole witch aspect in such a great creepy way. Mm-hmm. I love I love like the colors of the film. Mm-hmm. The grays. The grays. Like... It's so pretty. Uh, the main actor um, who's also what else was she in? I haven't seen her in anything else. What? Anya Taylor? Uh, yeah, she was in something she else. She was this in year. Morgan. She was in oh, Morgan. Great. I thought she was in something else that was good. <laughs> uh, she's going to be in that new uh, M. Night Shyamalan movie. Something sure. that was good. <laughs> uh, hey, The Visit was great. It was a, that was a fun movie. That was a great that. movie. That was a great movie. <laughs> the kid rapped. It was good. So, in, in The Witch. In Suicide Squad, right? In the witch, she's <laughs> right. So like, I, like like I said, I really like her it. Her and her dad are the, probably the main like yeah most developed, interesting characters. Mm-hmm. I'd say. Mm-hmm. And that is crazy. It's this he's great. right, right, right. Like it's this like he's been convicted of what again? I forget. Um, uh, it doesn't really ever say, but at the it starts off they're in a trial and uh they're being banished right. from their settlement. They never said. And right. he said I, the way that I practice my faith. Yeah, or yeah, something yeah. Something like that. It was because he's his his religious beliefs are very strict compared to the community they're in, and that kind of relates to what happens with uh-huh. his kids. Later. So they go right. So they go to this like they they're out of town. They're isolated here, and they live by these woods, and they have this baby. And then Thomason, I think is her Thomason. name, yeah, 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 is playing with the baby, playing peekaboo, and then the baby's gone. Baby's really good at peekaboo. Yeah. yeah, and it's gone, and it's just like what the way fuck? better than any child <laughs> I've ever seen. And there's sort of this tin, there's tinge of like you're the woman, sort of like you're the young girl. Obviously, it's your fault. You did something bad, whatever the fuck. Like I, there's this sort of unsaid thing that it's sort of an unbiased, like, foolish young woman. Yeah, yeah messed yeah, up definitely. our messed up our homestead and ruined this yeah. new life that we're trying to forge. For like you go fuck yourself. You're evil. And then at the end of the movie, it was like, well, fine. Fuck you. And then... Oh, it's so goddamn good. It is so good. Like, uh... Uh, there's this... uh, The only issue I see people having is, like, it's very old English. Very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's hard to To tell what they're saying, but, like... I understood what they said more than I did with Fantastic Beasts. turn on subtitles, you're cheating. (laughs) You are not a true witch fan. (laughs) 
but like you still get what's going on. There's never one like I don't know what's going on because they keep speaking uh whatever. Like you know what's happening in the story, and it's just crazy. Mm-hmm. It's a very There's that <sighs> that, okay. that exorcism esque scene. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. creepy and weird. Mm-hmm. And then like the last shot is just like oh, it's wow. so good. I get <laughs> the the fate of the baby. If you is also like great. if you like Satan. Uh, you love Satan? It like just like that imagery that like hell yeah, fucking yeah. That evil shit. Hell I, yeah. I hell yeah. This is the one of the best Satan movies. I like it a lot. <laughs> um Yeah. It's a great horror movie. It's a fantastic fantastic horror movie. I think a lot of people a didn't great like great movie. I think a, you're right. I think a lot of people didn't like I didn't like it because I don't know. Like some people felt it was sort of like pretentious and like sort of Oscar ba- critic baity. Yeah, like it's not bloody and stuff, and, but it, it is. I mean, there's a it's, fuck that goat fucks people up. Yeah, <laughs> shit. Spoilers. Uh, well, actually, the goat, horrible goat, a normal goat could fuck you. Sure, up also too. the goat is on the cover of the fucking thing, yeah. so it's like whatever. It's like when the cabin in the woods fucking came on Blu-ray. The fucking is like a holographic thing. If you flipped it, it mm-hmm. showed all like, well, yeah, go fuck off. It's cool. The whole movie. Movie. Like, cool. Good job, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I am. We were we had we were debating if we were to put Ten Cloverfield Lane or The Witch as our number one, uh, obviously because they're next to, they're next to each other. But uh, I feel like The Witch deserves it more. Mm-hmm. It it stands on its own, uh-huh. and it has a lot more like things that are different. Like it stands out as films in this year. Like there's no film that came out this year or even recently that's really like this movie. Mm-hmm. And for Ten Cloverfield Lane, there are similar fields, but I feel like it does it so much better than other ones. Mm-hmm. This was uh, this was also my number one personally. This was my number two. Number two, okay. Carrie was like number ten. <laughs> no, no, Carrie also liked this. I, I think I, it was like my number five or something. Oh, nice. Um, I'm just very glad. That, actually, it was this and a movie that's on Ryan's list. That well, actually, now that we have our top ten, which is the which the witch is the best movie that of 2016. These are real award. Come we'll, by. We'll be in contact with them. <laughs> we'll be in contact with the annual award, which is uh, Robert Eggers. You, which is it. a Tom Nookabebo. Come on down to Omaha, Nebraska, and claim your prize. So uh, yeah, best movie of the year, The Witch. So as I was alluding to, this was the I think the number one most excited movie I was, and then. Because I really like this director, and I really like this screenwriter, and I love the idea of taking this old thing and doing something new. There's a Blair Witch, which is on Ryan's top three. Oh, man. So, Ryan, talk about the Blair Witch. Okay, without so us being with... smarmy about it. So, <laughs> so that's why so, it's good. So, do we want to go, like, just list a movie from our top three? And then... uh, because we've covered a lot of them. Like, I've covered all of mine. Um, oh, I, I only chose, like, movies that we haven't talked about. Yeah, I know. You were the only one who did that. Oh, cool. I've got <laughs> one more to talk about. She's got about. one more, yeah. Okay, so actually I can cut one of mine because it's not that great. So I'll just talk about Blair Witch and another movie. So yeah, Blair Witch. It's super under, un, underrated. It's so good. I I talked to... Carrie, don't take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't have something in my mouth, I'm going to disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't... I went on like an hour-long rant when we talked about this. Like, I was crazy... Trying to trying to convince you and other people, 
in the world. Carrie, I don't like that look. It doesn't translate in audio-only format. Did you, did you see it twice? I saw it twice. <laughs> did you, you saw it twice? Yeah. Because I wanted to see, like, if I saw this again, would I be like Carrie and hate it? Carrie is just, just biting her skin. like gone crazy. Well, you probably covered it in the when we saw it that month. Why is this on the top three of your movies of 2016? Because it's so, like... I just love the world it exists in. It's a world where the Blair Witch Project came out, but unlike how how we see it, and like this movie that people thought was real but wasn't, it was a real thing that happened. And you're returning to these woods so many years later just trying to figure out what the hell's going on and what happened to these people. Because Blair Witch, great movie. I get why people don't like it, because it's sure. different. But it's... It's full of like mystery and like what the hell's going on. So like you want you have that desire to return back and find out what the hell's going on. And these characters, although they're not developed as well as you would, as well as I personally would like, I I kind of wish there was more time with them. You, it's very easy to fall into their shoes because they're all just guided by this morbid curiosity of wanting to know what the hell's going on, what happened to Heather and her friends. Why couldn't we find this house, even though we searched for it? What is going on here? And then you get back into the woods, and it's just as messed up and crazy as possible. And it's this roller coaster of what the hell is going on. And then just like Blair Witch Project, it just ends. And you don't know what the hell's going on. And it's great. And I love this movie so much. And, and no one else does. No. And I can't convince people. I try. I try to convince people. Donna, your girlfriend likes it. She's told me that before. Uh, yeah. Or maybe she lied to me. I don't to know. Try to preserve our friendship. <laughs> I, I, I was, yeah, I was, I was really excited about it. I know someone who fucking spoke about it like it was the best movie of the year. I didn't like it. So what's your next thing, Ryan? We'll uh, let that be. Let's let Carrie. I disagree. Let's let oh Carrie. yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll do that. Do, I'll do my number three. Uh, I'm not joking. <laughs> Nine lives. <laughs> no, <laughs> I thought about it, but my. My third favorite movie of this year, my personal favorite movie I enjoy watching the most is God to be I love it. I can't help it. I I tried. I tried. It 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 was the lobster, but we already talked about that, so but, I had to uh, throw that out the window. <laughs> fuck the lobster. Gods of Egypt, best movie. Why is Gods of Egypt? Why do because, you enjoy it so much? Because, because it's like... Is it the ridiculousness? Yeah! Oh. It's like, it's like, oh, we have this, this fucking Egypt movie. Yeah, let's have this dramatic thing. Giant snakes. Uh, we have the gods here. They're only, like, slightly bigger, though. And then fucking Jeffrey Rush is in space fighting off the demon snake on the flat earth. It's a great movie. Come on, guys. I have not seen it. I haven't seen it either, so... So, so maybe, that, maybe that could have replaced uh, the movie you hated so much. Uh, Neon Demon? <laughs> Neon Demon. Off the list, it's been replaced Gods, Gods of, of Egypt. Egypt. You know, it's just like the, the, the visuals of the movie are really... <laughs> Alright. Ryan. Alright, so... The one movie that I saw that none of you guys did was Shin Godzilla, mm-hmm. Godzilla Resurgence. This was number two on my list. I only saw it once. I really need to see it again. Still unavailable to watch it legally, is it? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Can you watch it easily? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
it's a very like you guys have both seen the original Godzilla, right? No, Mm-mm. I know I've I've read about it and I've seen critique of it. Bits I seen of it. it. Uh huh. I I haven't seen it in forever, but like it very much is like a modern retelling of that. Like how that movie was all about. It's about um, anti nuclear war. It's about anti nuclear war and like what like nuclear weapons did to Japan in that time. It's mm-hmm. all it's all an, an allegory. It's all yeah, fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, however, takes that modern aspect of like remember the nuclear power plant disaster that happened in two thousand eleven. Right. Yeah, it's all based around that oh. and how and how things, um, how nuclear stuff can. Fuck stuff up, and then Godzilla just shows up, and it's unlike Godzilla twenty fourteen, which I think is a fine movie. Like I don't love it, obviously. Me either. I like but it. But what that movie did that I didn't super love is it took more of a focus on Aaron Taylor Johnson's character, mm-hmm. and I get why they did that. Having like that one person <coughs> you can follow is fine, and then and then eventually just switched to Godzilla's perspective, which I which it was cool, but it didn't make sense for the movie. Instead for Shin Godzilla, it's all about how the politics and the government are handling a giant monster that just came out of the ground and is killing thousands of people per second. It's following like this courtroom of like their president or maybe it's prime minister, I can't remember. Um, him trying to figure out what's going on. Him, he has this team of people who are like, we need to figure out how to stop this thing and how to save all of our people. Because... I'm looking out the window. That thing is terrifying. Have you seen that thing? And it is terrifying. And it takes this aspect of it where you're seeing... It's a, it's just a different view of the whole Godzilla thing. It's not like one person. It's not mm. from Godzilla's perspective. It's from like this collective of what, this, of what an event like this would do to a country. And that's mm. all like symbolic of what a nuclear power plant disaster did for a country of the government just trying to figure out okay this is going on how do we fix it we need to fix this as soon as possible or else we are all screwed and it's just the same thing just replace a nuclear power plant with a giant giant monster man mm-hmm. it's the same thing it's a very great movie yeah I that makes me so way much. more interested than it was because I feel like I like Godzilla but most of the Godzilla movies are alright that's true some of them are great but almost all of them are all right. But this is all just... It's just about the Sounds horror. interesting. It's just all about the Sounds horror good. of what the hell to do in this situation. Mm. Which is what the original Godzilla was about. Okay. Which is why it's a great movie. And I wish people were more easily able to see it. Yeah. All right. Carrie, do you have another one or did we cover it? Uh, my three were Gods of Egypt, uh, Southbound, and Swiss Army Man. So we're good. Uh, yeah. Mine was Rogue One, Green Room, and The Witch. And Ryan, did we cover all yours? Uh, mine was going to be... These weren't any in particular, but it was Blair Witch, uh, Shin Godzilla, and Ten Cloverfield Lane, and The Witch, too. Okay. I couldn't really cool. decide. I took Blair Witch out of my theme because I knew you guys would be like, that's never on the list. <laughs> so I didn't really think about that. Okay. Much. And I've talked about it before, so. All right. So, yeah. Man, there it is. There you go. The our best. Mo- our movie of the year was The Witch. I kind of felt like it, but I also wasn't sure what was going to reach the top there wasn't anything i felt super strongly about but they're all great movies nothing that i would have like fucking killed from the number one spot uh but yeah that is it for our best of 2016 congratulations to everyone good job <laughs> good work out there 
so yeah, um, it, knock on wood, if this is hopefully coming out at least. I want this to come out at least on the twenty sixth, at least. So hopefully that's good. We will still have um, a wrap up of December because there's been a lot of fucking garbage that's come out. <laughs> We've covered a we'll little. We have bit. a holiday special because so many Christmas movies came out. I think guys are getting. I did watch Bad Santa too, and I have oh, a lot to fuck. say about that movie. <laughs> I forgot that came out. Oh, well, we saw Office Christmas Party. We Shit. did see Office Man. Christmas Man. Party. Man. So we do have stuff to talk about for our next episode, uh, with an f- actual traditional episode. So this was a fun. This was a fun sight. It's thing. been a good year, I think. I like. I it think could have been better. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty. 20- I, mean, I feel like. This year, there was just a lot of disappointing movies. Like, for you guys, that was Blair Witch. For yeah. me, it was a lot of superhero stuff because I'm a nerd. <laughs> no, I think it's fair. Like, I yeah. always want the superhero things to be great, but they're always just Because, like, there's occasionally those great ones, like Guardians or Dark Knight, but then there's all these mediocre ones. Yeah. And I feel like Civil War was on the cups of being really great. I don't know. I really like Spider-Man, man. Okay, so that's probably just that. <laughs> but what about Deadpool, guys? <laughs> it's not a bad movie it's not a bad movie just people ruined it for me of course they would are you kidding me it's why I never wanted a Deadpool movie because I didn't want to satisfy those people that's mean of me but that's so I, annoying I hate comic book fans ah, I get it he likes chimichangas it's so random and it's so funny I get it please stop Deadpool should be in the next Suicide Squad movie oh he's too bad and Suicide Squad was bad. That was a disappointment. That looked good, too. It did look good that for a hot had, minute. And that, and that had fun Will Smith in it. It did. Not collateral beauty, sad Will Smith, but fun. <laughs> fun Will Smith. <sighs> That's a good point to end on. Yeah, great <laughs> point to end. <laughs> All the disappointment of 2016 for <laughs> film. Uh, so, yeah, that was our best of 2016. Um, if I hope you had a happy holiday. I hope 2017 for many reasons, is way better than 2016. <laughs> I hope at least what, movies... What's, what's some stuff that's coming out? I, I can't remember. Maybe you should have done research, but I can't. I don't know. You got Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which I think is going to be disappointing, and that breaks my heart. There's going to be a got... Spider-Man movie. I'm excited for that. Uh, uh, I used to believe. Star, new Star Wars? There's a, The Mummy. Oh. I'm really excited for The Mummy. Oh. <laughs> That Amityville movie might come out. Rings might come Rings out. Rings might come out, yeah. That's true. Boss Baby? Hell boss Baby. Yeah. The oh, one that yeah. we took pictured from. Baby Boss? Oh, yeah, yeah, The Lego Batman movie? Oh, fuck that, yeah. That'll be fun. Fuck yeah. Uh, the new movie by uh, Edgar Wright comes out, Baby uh, Driver. Oh. Mm. I can't remember exactly when Baby Driver comes out. That'll be fun. This is depressing. There's nothing I'm looking forward to next year. <laughs> nothing. That's a shame. This has been the last episode of Movies Are Real. <laughs> I, remember, I remember last year we were all talking about how we were so excited for The Witch. Yeah? Like, that was our collective. We're excited for that movie, and it was number one on our list. So there you go. It's crazy. But yeah, that's the end of our best of 2016. The Witch is the best movie of 2016. Somehow Neon Demon made it on this list. I'm okay with that, because I like we it. We still need to watch La, La There's Land. a new Fifty Shades of Grey movie <laughs> next year. <laughs> burr, 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 burr. And on that note, <laughs> movies are real. Have a great new year. Bye. Bye.